Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to have Del Malstrom and Don White with me as my honored guest. Hello, gentlemen. Hi, how are you doing? How are you Fabulous. So I met Don and Del, my husband and I met Don and Del two years ago when we were down here in Arizona, where we happen to be again this year. And they are both avid hikers. So they took us out hiking, hiked our tails off. If I remember correctly, when we got done with our hike, they went out and had dinner. And I think maybe a couple cocktails. And my husband and I took a hot tub and went to bed. So, (laughs) and what's interesting about that is because Dale is proudly almost 89 years old in just a couple of weeks. And Don is 87. So the inspiration from these men is incredible. So that's where I want to start off with Dell. And I want to just ask you to start with, how did you get involved with hiking? Well, I was raised in the up in central Idaho with mountains all around me. And when I become an electrical engineer, of course, all I did is sit at a desk and I missed the mountains a lot. So when I... Retired here in Tucson, uh, actually back east, but I spent my winters out here. I couldn't stay out of the mountains. I loved the mountains and the beautiful hikes they have here in Tucson. And then having a good hiking partner like Don, who invited me to go on a hike, and it's gone uphill from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So... Don, can you share with us how you got involved in hiking? Well, that's been uh, many years ago. Uh, we traveled in the Northwest or different parts of the country, and my wife uh, and I always liked to hike in the hills and the mountains, and that's how it got started, I guess. Awesome. So, because you two didn't know one another when you first came here, you met through a hiking group. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. So then did you go on a, I'm assuming if you go on a hiking group in a retirement club, that it probably was an easy hike. Is that right? Yes. We went on a hiking with the club here at the park and we were on a, over here on the Tanky Verde Ridge and Don's wife was going down this hill, and it was kind of slick, and she almost fell, and I grabbed her, and I was helping her down the hills, and I heard Don say something like, I think I better get up there before I lose my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> 
So these guys are just fun. They're so fun. I love, I already love this conversation so much. So what were you thinking about Dale helping out Novella? <laughs> he seemed like he was pretty happy to do it. I don't know. <laughs> That's so awesome. So now, um, Don, you said that Novella would go hiking with you often. Did she do um, bigger hikes like you and Dell would do together, or were they smaller? Well, she would take uh, day hikes, you know, and maybe uh, seven or eight miles. She could do those real good, yeah. So seven to eight miles may not sound like a whole lot for hiking, but it's huge. So if I, if I hike seven miles, I say that I just got done hiking 17 miles because it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, especially in the mountains. It's very different than walking on the flat lands. So, oh, go ahead, Dale. No, okay. So, um, so you met on the hike, you met from the hiking group. And you were helping out Novella. Now, was your wife hiking at the same time? Does she enjoy hiking? No, she's a kind of a weak hiker, but I've taken her on hikes by myself, but not with the hiking group. No. Okay. Have you guys ever had any close calls when you're hiking? <laughs> a few. We used to hike with uh, Joe Smallwood here in the park. And... Uh, Don invited me out one time because we were, they were getting ready to get in condition to go up to the Grand Canyon or something. It, they wanted to see if I could keep up with them, I think. Uh. But one time, Joe took us up on a place where it was really steep and not much to hang on to. And there were times when we were hanging on to the little bushes to keep from sliding down the hill. It was, <laughs> Over the cliffs. Oh. I think I was about the closest call we had. Wow, I, uh, that's scary. One of the hikes uh, I remember was Tell uh, uh, pointed out my car was down several miles away. We could see it and decided to take a shortcut to get down to it. And it got pretty steep. And I slid down a, a flat rock and Odell grabbed me and helped, saved my life, you know. I <laughs> <laughs> can I reply to that? The next morning, he came over to the house, and he says, Bella, I just come over here. Thank you for saving my life yesterday. But on the other hand, you almost got me killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are too funny. So so that was one of the scariest things that have ever happened. What are some of the fondest memories that you have of hiking? Want to go first? I think the best hike I ever took was going down to the Supai Indian Nation. I can't remember the river down there, but it's the most beautiful area I was ever in in nature. And we stayed down there for two nights, and you have to hike in and you have to hike out unless you take a helicopter. But wow. I think that's the best one I can remember. Wow. Yeah, and I agree to that, too. You know, uh, it's great. Havasu Falls and uh, Moody Falls, uh, yeah. it's a tributary that goes into the Colorado River down downstream from the Grand Canyon 
uh, South Rim, anyway. Beautiful area. Yeah. Well, we plan on going there one day because of you guys telling us about it. But apparently you have to have reservations and you can wait years now with the reservations to get in there. That's right, isn't it? I think this year might be closed entirely, but I think the Supai Indians have closed it. But uh, yeah, you're right. It takes reservations way ahead of time. Yeah. So why why did the Indians close it? Because of COVID? COVID? I think so. Okay. That's what my understanding is. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, what was I going to? So either you climb, you hike in there, or you take a helicopter in. That's that's quite the hike. How long did it take you guys to hike in? And then you stayed for two days, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Eight miles down to the to the village, and another, I think it's another two miles past that for the campground. But wow, not bad. Okay. Coming back is the hard part. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're climbing uphill? Okay. All right. So when they say it's not bad, um, I'm here to attest that their idea of not bad and my idea of not bad hiking is two very different things. His grandsons went with us. And then one of them was only about day tall. He was about 13, I think. 13. So, so it wasn't that bad. Really. Okay. But he's a tough one. <laughs> if you really get... Yeah. Hard up, you can have the Indians take your packs and stuff on horses down for you. They have ponies that take freight. Okay, well, that would be, that. that's where I would be, <laughs> just carrying my stuff down. Because you had to hike in with your tent and your your food, your, I, I would have, sleeping bags, everything. Because you go, when you're camping, you're not camping in a resort, you're camping. That's true, except... They, there is a motel there, and we oh. reserved a motel room as well as a campground. His grandkids and grandsons, step son-in-law, yeah. they stayed in the campground. Well, we stayed, some of them stayed in the hotel. Okay, motel, pretty nice. Okay, so where did you guys stay? In the campground or in the hotel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, guys. Oh, I was going to say, I would have guessed that you guys would have stayed in the campground, not in the hotel. I'm wrong. wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's not often I let a man tell me I'm wrong, but we'll (laughs) we'll go with it this time. I'm just joking. All right. So after that one, that is Havasu Falls. What's your next favorite hiking trip? Oh gosh, I don't know. There's several. Uh, one of the uh, trips to the Grand Canyon was r- really great. Yeah, yeah. What makes it, what makes the hike great for you? Well, we made it out for one thing. <laughs> 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 Actually, the one I'm thinking of, my grandson, one of my grandsons went with, and we ran into the snow on the way up, and then the night before we left uh, to go down the canyon. They had like 14 inches of snow, and we had to plow snow going down through. And Dell was the snow plow for the most part. <laughs> so, Dell, how did you like being the snow plow, and what did you think about that trip? I enjoyed it. The uh, snow doesn't bother me that much being raced in Idaho, where it's 5,000 feet elevation. But uh, his grandson being raised in Tucson had... <laughs> like Oxford type shoes for hiking and he said man my feet are getting cold and pretty soon he was in 
and I can't feel my feet anymore. We were getting oh. quite concerned, but it turned out he's okay. Okay, wow. But going downhill, it keeps getting warmer, and pretty soon you run out of snow. So, so when you're going downhill in the Grand Canyon, it, it gets warmer? I would have thought the opposite. No, no. It's uh, many degrees warmer down below. Yeah, oh. yeah. Just a below uh, freezing, or below, yeah, I believe below uh, freezing up at the grin, uh, top of the grin. About 5,000 feet difference. Yeah. And it was very comfortable down at the bottom. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So is it like that all the time, that it's always warmer or colder at the top and warmer on the bottom, yeah. even in the dead of summer? I'm yeah. sure that, yeah. Wow, I would not have thought that. Holy cow. Okay, so the Grand Canyon, how, how long of a hike was that one? Because that, that's a hike. We, first one we went down, we left about 5 in the morning, and we got home that night about 5 o'clock. But we were, at least I was very tired when <laughs> I got back. It was like uh, 17, 18 miles round trip. We made it down and back one day. Yeah. So how old were you guys when you did that? Ooh. I was uh, 19. I'm guessing that I would think that... Uh, 71 or 72. And I was about two years older. <laughs> okay. So if I did math quickly in my head, that's almost 30 years ago, right? So you're in your 50... What? 70? 20 years. Okay, so I I failed a math class. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't a test. 18 years ago. It was uh, two, 2003. Yeah. And I would have been 70 that year. Yeah. Well, we've gone down twice since that first one. No. Okay, so I, I hope you guys are listening to this. 70 years old and 72 years old going down into the Grand Canyon. I mean, it's just, and you had packs on, right? You're not just yeah, doing a day, day hike. One day, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And then, what about the other two hikes you did after that into the Grand Canyon? Well, it was probably uh, two years later when I then went down to the river and back. And then uh, I don't remember what year we went down and stayed overnight in a in a dor dormitory type. Uh, facility okay. down at Fan Phantom Ranch. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, okay. So, at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, there's like a dormitory that you can see. I don't, I have, I've been to the Grand Canyon once when I was a child. So, and I didn't go down. We got to see it. Yeah. My parents might have wanted to leave me there, but <laughs> they took me with. But we didn't go down. So, in my mind, I can't even picture that there would be a dormitory at the bottom of the Grand Canyon where people can stay. Yeah, it's called the Phantom Ranch, and there's uh, mule trains that go down. I think they go once a day. They take all kinds of food and supplies, whatever they need at Phantom Ranch, and haul waste and whatnot out back out of the canyon. And you you can have your meals there and sleep in a bunkhouse. It's pretty nice. They feed you there. You can sleep there, and they feed you there also. Yeah, if you make reservations, yeah, they'll fix you up good. 
<laughs> you just have to hike however many miles down to get <laughs> to get to the food. <laughs> oh. What was what was one of the um most adventurous, fun, crazy, oh my goodness, like nobody would ever believe this happened. Hiking trip. They're both giggling. I wish we were on video. Who wants to start? <laughs> well, the one I remember the most is uh, Aravipa Canyon. Old Dell and I decided to go there for, I don't know, three or four days, how long it was. <laughs> and uh, we had a practice of taking a, a little flask of scotch along. <laughs> and uh, the first night, we had a camp prior going, and I reached and got the flask open, and pretty soon old Dell pulled one out with one too. <laughs> <laughs> we remembered most of it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun trip. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Dell uh, somehow or another fell down and bushes and <laughs> got all skinned up on his face and oh. I fell into the edge of the campfire and got my nose <laughs> busted and oh my god anyway the next day uh, I was laughing at Dell he was all skinned up and he was sitting there at the campfire <laughs> laughing at me I <laughs> neither one of us knew that each ourselves were banged up <laughs> yeah Oh my God. So you're laughing at Dell because he's skinned up and right. Dell's laughing at you because you're skinned up and neither one of you know. Do you think that the, the skinned up thing, it, it, did it happen because of a little too much scotch? Yes. Was that was that the culprit? Yes, I was, I was walking down the road holding the flashlight like this so the people behind me could see where they were going. And I came across a little dip in the road and I was first going downhill and then uphill and I fell and oh. hit my nose. But... <laughs> On the way home, we stopped at a McDonald's for something to eat. And we got this gunned up nose, and we're wearing these crazy little shoes that you wear when you're walking through rivers. Most of the time, you're walking in water. Oh. And we're all scroungy. <laughs> the waiter, she's talking to Don what he wants, and she won't even look at him. She's just kind of looking like this. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we want a milkshake and something like that. We looked like two hobos that have been fighting over a can of beans or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. I just love it. And that was how many years ago? 4, 5, 6. Time goes so fast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Eight or nine years ago, I suppose. Okay, so do you see how much fun you can have when you are 80 and 78? Like, right? I mean, it's you guys are amazing. You you just are such inspiration to me. <clears throat> and I know that you're inspiration to other people. Close, closer to 90. I'm 89. Oh, yeah. Right, but yeah. eight years ago oh, when you okay. guys did I'm this sorry. trip. Yes, you're correct. <clears throat> so when you also said that when you did that hiking trip. Sorry. That when you did that hiking trip, that you're in water for a lot of the time. And so you're having to wear water boots walking through. What is that like? Well, you wear your your boots, actually. 
in camp, you know, take your boots off and wear these little slippers that you carry with you. Okay. But this is uh, southeastern Arizona, which is very dry, but this particular uh, canyon is water year-round. It's very unique. Aravipa Canyon, yeah. Okay. Great, great place. We've been there, what, three or four times, I guess. Yeah. All right. So I'm catching on here. So you have slippers that you wear at the end of the hike. Yeah. You hike down to the Grand Canyon where there's dormitories and they feed you. There's some upsides to this hard hiking that oh, you yeah. guys do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's man. Beautiful area. It's, it's a bit of adventure, too. It's big cliffs on both sides of the river. There's only one way to get through it is to walk through the water. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And the first night, it, it, uh, we found a place we could sleep, but it wouldn't snow on us. The next morning, we get up, build a fire, cook breakfast, and then after get our wet shoes back on, first thing you have to do is walk through the snow and step off into the water <laughs> and start walking. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just have such a love for hiking because – none of this is it's not easy it's i mean it's it's a lot of work yeah it's very strenuous no doubt yeah know, yeah the rewards are great <laughs> the rewards are fantastic the rewards are fantastic yeah, yeah. well i took my uh wife's nephews on a hike they're about 15 years old 10 years old the two of them brothers and uh before we left, so so we've got three objectives. The primary objective, number one, is to come back uninjured. Yes. The secondary objective is to enjoy the hike as you go along. I've talked with my hiking partner, and the thing we remember most is what happens on the way, not the destination. And then the third objective is to get to the top of Mount Monadnock, which is a mountain in uh, New Hampshire, most second most hiked mountain in the world, actually. Wow. And when we got back from the hike, the oldest kid says, well, I think we met all three objectives. <laughs> is, I told him, this is not a race. We're not seeing who's the best hiker, the fastest hiker. We're just take our time and enjoy the hike. And I think it's Life is that way. Yeah. You gotta learn to enjoy now, not not the destination. The destination might not be that beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. That's exactly right. And that is true. What words to live by. Yeah. Fabulous. All right. So guys, we're gonna run out of time. So I'm gonna wrap this up, but I am gonna ask you if you would be willing to come back next week. And continue the conversation. Do you think you got a little bit more to talk about? Well, you have our gut with our guide. You probably could. <laughs> All right. I'm going to guide him into a little bit more conversation. So we're going to wrap up this one. And then we're going to come back. And we're going to continue the conversation okay. next week. So thank you so much for being here, Dell, And thank you so much for being here, Don. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. No, it's, it's truly my honor. Truly my honor. So we'll be back in one week to do part two. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thank you for spending time with us today. 
please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.